Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to That's Myrony Podcast. So my next guest, Ginger Reed, is a business consultant, executive coach, speaker, and leadership catalyst. And I was so lucky. I got to do a session with her that was based around this predictive index, uh, which was a five-minute test. And I have to tell you, it was so spot on on so many levels. And we're going to go into that, uh, you know, in this interview. But first, a little bit about Ginger. As a leadership catalyst, predictive index, certified behavioral specialist, and partner, Ginger Reed magnifies EQ on purpose with executive leaders, teams, high potentials, and millennials, elevating performance, connection, collaboration, and profitability. Through a proprietary coaching process, brain activate, clients shift to an empowered state as they discover and ignite potential. Conscious shifts lead to purposeful results. Ginger gamifies interactive learning experiences and sparks creativity through her sense of humor, adventuresome spirit, and enthusiasm. These authentic traits lead others to accelerate results, actualizing their potential with a proven model, leader brain code. Applying these innovative concepts unlock the power to shift misaligned perceptions, eliminate ineffectual behaviors, and renew connections to achieve strategic initiatives and exceed performance goals. So if that doesn't sound interesting, um, what she does in this leader brain code and this predictive index, uh, we're just going to have to have her explain. But I have to say, it's really freaking cool. So let's go meet Ginger. Hi, Ginger, and thank you so much for joining me today. I have to say, I love that you are a transformational leadership catalyst. Like, that is the coolest, coolest title ever. <laughs> thank you so much. I love it. Hi, Alicia. And I love That's Marini and the way that you've created all these synchronicities from what people have gone through and how they can tell their stories. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, and Myrony is a little bit different than synchronicity because there's an action mm-hmm. that goes along with it. So to stay yes. with the M, I say it's synchronicity in motion. It's a little spiritual sim and it's, uh, you know, because there is this action and that's actually how we connected, you know, and there's Absolutely. a, there is a funny Myrony and actually we're going to uh, later on in the episode, we're going to show, we're going to uh, share with the listeners how many steps it took for us to connect. And it's pretty interesting. So um, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening today. So I know, um, I mean, you go by, uh, in additional, that that very cool title, uh, Leader Brain Code Coach. 
So yes. how is that? How do you explain that? Yeah, uh, we all need to rewire brains for success because we have our own version of success. And I help people rewire their brain to their version of the future that they're out to cause and create and manifest and realize. Well, I had a session with you the, you know, the other day, it was absolutely amazing. We'll talk about that a little bit more, but first we're going to talk about your Myronies because we want to hear all about that. So first off, where are you, where are you located and like, where, like when, where were you born and like, you know, what were the, what were the, uh, shifts that happened in your life from when you were born to where you are now? <laughs> yeah, I was born in Mobile, Alabama, and it's, it's amazing that I made it to Dallas, Texas. That's my life just kept going up and up and up once I moved here. And um, yeah, there were, there were some traumatic things that happened in Alabama. So I'll, I'll share a, a bit about my story. And I've gone through some epic bleep and overcome some massive trauma hmm. to be the person I am for myself and for the people who are my clients. So do you believe that in the, in the perspective, because, you know, one of the things that I talk about all the time on this podcast is that our higher selves choose everything that happens in life, like literally every single thing. And when we do, if we, when we, when we recognize that we chose that, it really is to help others because how else could we understand other people's pain if we Absolutely. didn't go through it ourselves? So yeah. did, that's how you, that's how you were able, um, can I ask how long, how old were you when you finally recognized that awareness? Wow. Um, hmm. That's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how old I was when I, recognize that i mean because when you say trauma can uh, we don't have to go into the trauma because no, we... i'm going to share a bit about that. Oh, okay okay yeah. great if you're okay with that I no mean... it, this is a you literally can say anything you want on this right. podcast let's do that i'm going to share a couple of things and then i'll get into it okay. i like to say wake up it's time to live on purpose and you know having this life, if we don't get to experience phenomenal experiences and live inside of what we would consider abundance and prosperity, then what is it, what is it worth anyway, if we don't get to have those connections that we really want, right? Right. Um, people have often referred to me as contagiously enthusiastic and sometimes intense. I think you've seen a little bit of that. Yes, I, I have. But I but I actually love your energy. Like even though, Thank yeah, you're you. you know, but it's just so beautiful. But but it's also good that you recognize that because sometimes then you kind of you're yes. you're able to be aware of it, right? Yes. And I really like to be with people, but I also like to communicate things in a specific way. And so it's that bridge between the two, you know, like how do we really connect and, and create those strong connections? And I feel like having this insatiable thirst for insights and wanting to learn how humans could be the best versions of themselves that we could be, uh, that really led me to a lot of transformation work on my own. 
And I'm going to share a little bit about my life. Um, my own self-empowerment journey, it was, I feel like uh, it's hard for me to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it. Well, thank and, you for feeling comfortable enough to share here. And this yeah, is like the most- I wanted to make a difference for people, right? But- Absolutely. Because it's actually through, it's through our, our stories that are the ugly that actually is what people are able to connect and understand and maybe recognize in their own lives. It's not the beautiful yeah. side. It's the ugly. So thank you for this is being, the ugly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, growing. I grew up in an unsafe home environment with parents who were not healthy. They were destructive addicts do, in multiple areas, not just one addiction, you know, and it was, it was very challenging. My dad left when I was four, he didn't say goodbye. And the way that I discovered that was my mom slashing life jackets and screaming and crying, your dad left us. And that was, that was not fun. And then at six years old, my uncle, my deaf uncle was my favorite. He was my favorite person. He took me to work with him and he let me follow him around everywhere. He was the safest man in my life. And, you know, I was walking hand in hand with this giant, I thought, and I had to use the restroom. And so there I leave him, I drop his hand, I go to the restroom, I'm sitting in the restroom, which is a hard thing to share anyway. And he walks in on a robbery that's going on in a pawn shop and they tell him to get on the ground and he can't hear them. And so they punch him and he's a tall man and he punches back. And I'm sure they were scared. There were three young misguided men, young men, and they beat him to death and they shot him and killed him that day. And All I could hear was James Henry's been shot. James Henry's been shot and people are screaming and crying. And I don't remember how I got out of that bathroom. And the next thing I knew I was sitting on a couch where they were telling me that my favorite human was shot and beaten to death, you know? Oh my gosh, Ginger. I'm so, so sorry. Thank you for caring. And I didn't cry about that because it wasn't, it wasn't safe to express my emotions or even know who I was. So I didn't cry about that until I was an adult. And I realized I was blaming myself for not being there. Cause if I had been there, I could have told him to get on the ground. Right. Mm -hmm. I know I wasn't meant to be there, but still it was, uh, it was a big one. And yeah. um, Oh God. I'm so sorry. Especially at that age. And wow. Yeah. It it was a big one, but that led me, that led my mom to have a breakdown because uh, she lost her father to suicide. She lost her baby. She gave birth to the same day and the same day that she gave birth to her child. Yeah. And then she lost her, her favorite brother. And that was, that was a big deal. And so I went to live with my grandmother, which was the best year of my life. It gave me, I think it really gave me foundation and Uh helped me discover 
to help me have fun and, and feel loved, right? And be the priority. And it's a good thing I went to live with her because if my uncle hadn't been killed, which I really didn't want him to be killed, I, I would have died because my tonsils were killing me. And my grandmother took me to the doctor right away when she got me. And I had to have surgery, like emergent surgery. Oh my goodness. And she didn't have the money to pay for it. And she worked in a florist and the woman who owned the florist was Mary Melton and Mary Melton offered to pay for my surgery. And so flowers saved my life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like talk about divine irony. And you know, like one of the things of this concept of we are higher selves choose everything. Um, there's a really powerful book called journey of souls by Dr. Michael Newton. Are you familiar with that book? No, not with that one. So that's uh, that book is so interesting because um, it takes it from 5d to 3d. So it starts in this, um, you know, between lives, faith, and so his patients are in this, um, is, is in this consciousness yeah. of spirit more than human. And it's one of the most powerful books because it even talks about the, you know, like how we choose, you know, when we're born in addition yeah. to when we die, that there's this divine design to everything. So it is so true that even though you don't want, you know, you didn't want your, um, your uncle to go there. He yeah. made that sacrifice for whatever reason. Absolutely. Yeah. For you to be, for you to be here. But then it's also, it's looking at it from, you know, like you could have absolutely crumbled and become broken. And now look at yourself and you've, you've, you've grown and, and you are who you are here yeah. helping others. And that's, you know, it doesn't like, you know, we can either play yeah. where it breaks us or we grow and it transforms us. Yeah, I, I had a therapist tell me one time, you had one of the worst childhoods I've ever heard of. So what? What are you going to do about it? And that liberated me. You know, it, it changed the trajectory of my life. I'm like, what? What am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And wow. so that led me to learn things from Tony Robbins and you know, to seek out other transformational or empowerment learning mechanism. I mean, I was learning from anyone that I thought was, had it all figured out and no one has it all figured out. No, no, of but course not. there are the people out there who are really phenomenal teachers, you know, and. Well, I'm curious, how old were you when you started looking for those answers? Yeah. I think my mom occasionally, I feel like she occasionally had these little nuggets of wisdom that would come out of her mouth, but it was few and maybe one a year, if that, you know? Mm -hmm. And she said, if you believe you can, and I think it's Henry Ford who says this, but I don't even know where she heard it. If you believe you, if you think you can, you can. And if you think you cannot, you're right. Either way, you're right. Yes, exactly. And I so that, that, st <laughs> that stuck with me, right? Right. That, okay. And playing sports and having coaches in sports, I just wanted to be the best. And so I, I was the shortest in volleyball or one of the shortest people. And I would just practice jumping and spiking. And I, I would go to extraordinary lengths to 
accomplish things that other that were easy for other people. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. were so when this um, I mean you had all this trauma happen at a young age, and then you're in your your teen years, and so how was it in your teen years? Besides, you're you're working, you know, or or practicing like you wanted to be the best at volleyball. Yeah, I had no idea who I was because I was still dealing with a lot of home drama and it was all about how could people use me for their gain rather than how they could benefit to me benefit me to help me with what I who who I was and what I wanted to accomplish in life I didn't even know about that right so my mom kicked me out right after I graduated because I told her that she couldn't do some things around my sister that were unhealthy. And the next day, all my stuff was on the porch. So it wasn't a fun way to leave and have my, you know, here, I'm going to kick you out of the nest. Right. (laughs) That was how that started. And then I went to college for a couple of years and met someone and moved to Dallas. And I've been in Dallas since 1989. And really, my life has just been better and better and better. And I keep surrounding myself with the most amazing people. And if you're on a growth and learning, you know, if you're on this path of growth and learning and development, you will have to leave people behind. And it's, it's, I think every person who has ever contributed to my success or wanted me to be successful because we think that we're surrounded with all these people who want us to be successful. But when you really start being successful, you will see that a lot of these people will not want to be around you. Yeah. They, they, for some reason, they can't support this next level of growth that you want. Yes, I, I, I agree. But then, you know, hopefully you find the people that are there to be able to support the level of growth. And I feel so like completely, honored and blessed to now know you because I know the things that because it really is about when we're in this growth phase we're also about all about co-creation we're all about collaboration because we know it's not about me you know it's about we and it's about something even greater and so we've we've all gone through these like really crazy times because now my story I didn't have I had a I had a beautiful childhood but it was, you know, when I was 18 and from a car accident and I um, uh, then developed fibromyalgia and, you know, was in chronic, horrible shooting. I mean, really, apparently fibromyalgia for me, I mean, it was like trying to kill me. It wasn't just a syndrome and, you know, drugs, suicide, thought, you know, suicidal yeah. depression, uh, alcohol. Like I, I have to press with that. It wasn't severe drugs. So I guess, you know, listeners wasn't like that for me, but yeah, <laughs> prescription drugs, you know, but they're, they're just as dangerous, you know, yeah. as, as other things, but you know, it's like when yeah, took my mom from me, you know? Yeah. It's like when we, well, whatever it is that we've gone through, but I do believe that sometimes like, I, I know that if I had gone through what you've gone through in addition, it would have broken me, yeah. you know? So it is that yeah. whole thing. Like, we're only given as much as we can handle, but it's like, you know, your story of uh, resilience and, you know, being able to rise above that. I mean, that's where your voice is so powerful. 
And that's how actually people I'm sure connect to you in that way, because yeah, it is that, um, it, it is that authentic share, you know, that is what's going to resonate. So thank you so much for sharing, you know, yeah. that part. I'm going to talk your- more about being a firewalker with Tony Robbins. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, I will. That's really interesting. I'd love to hear about the fire walk. So, okay. So now we're in your twenties and you're, were you feeling kind of lost in your twenties still or have you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, there's so much to share. It's, I need to write a book about it. It's well, yes, it's a big, it's a big journey. And, um, I have an incredible person that you could, that has a publishing house to write a book. If you're interested, Thanks. I'll be, it's it very funny. She's actually, yeah. she was, she was given a message that she's supposed to help the age of the prophetess. So nice. you can be part of the age of the, I, I plan on yeah. it in the future too. But so, well, so let's, let's jump to where, when did you start having your awareness of like, you know, being able to start finding yourself from that higher perspective. When did you connect to the the teachings of like Tony Robbins? And, you know, when did you find that in your life? Yeah, that when I moved to Dallas, I, I really, it was safe here. And I started thriving, you know, when you're in a safe environment and you're surrounded by people who care about your success, you, you are able to thrive. But when you're not, you've got to get, you've got to get out of those situations or circumstances that that limit you from becoming your true self or your highest self right and um i just i just kept searching it's like what's going to have me be the best version of me and that every time i would learn something that was amazing i wanted to go and tell someone else or teach them And it wasn't about me being some type of know-it-all or wise teacher. It was about, hey, I have this information that might make a difference in your life or in your business or your career. And look, we spend so much time around our business, if you own a business or in your career working, that if you can make an impact in those arenas, it'll trickle down and make a difference in in the way that people are being uh, a mom or a dad or a husband or a wife or a partner or, uh, you know, brother, sister, the way that they are able to volunteer in communities and give back and, and be a great friend to someone. But when the, the areas where they're working so much of their life, when there's frustration or chaos and they're not living in the abundance or prosperity that they had hoped for themselves and they don't feel recognized or heard or accomplished, that's going to have a different kind of trickle down effect in people's lives. And, you know, I just want to make sure that people are able to pivot into the mode of operation that they choose and what they want to be. Absolutely. More, more like, right? Well, I know, you know, we've had our private conversations and I know you were a, um, a you know, you've done Landmark and mm-hmm. have done, so did you do Landmark before finding Tony Robbins or did you do Tony Robbins and then find Landmark? I found Tony Robbins and started learning from Tony Robbins and then I found Landmark and yeah. 
landmark was, I remember sitting in a chair saying to myself, I've got to find a way to be free from my past, to be happy and to be healthy. And if I can find a way to do that, then I have a good chance at being someone who is a contributing member in this world or to society or, you know, I can make it right. Yeah. And uh, landmark showed up and that's where I learned about integrity. I didn't know about integrity. I knew about screaming and yelling and uh, fighting. Yeah. I, that is the one thing since I'm actually a landmark graduate also, yeah. I'm not quite to the extent that you've done the work, but it's a, I look at it as an extremely powerful tool, especially with the words that we use. I became yeah. so much more aware. And, you know, one of the biggest things is, you know, honor your word, which is integrity. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's, I, I will say it's helped me a lot uh, in, 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 in giving talks to and, and just being here on this podcast, because you just, yeah. you gain this awareness. And once you have the awareness, you really can't go back from it. You know, it's really part of you. But you know, the thing with Landmark, and I love Landmark, I think Landmark's an incredible tool, but people sometimes use it as a guide and a tool. And they only use it as that. And I, and I always felt that Landmark did not get to go deep enough because it wasn't, it, I felt it was missing the biggest piece of it, which is our spiritual connection. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like it, but, you know, for people, it, it is, I, I'm, I'm a huge, a huge supporter, but I also encourage people definitely don't think that that's the only life. way. Yeah, no, it enhances your life, but, you know, yeah unless you really truly can, um, you know, let it all go, then it's like, I always say, um, you know, when we can start tapping into our higher selves, like what we were talking about with, you know, somehow yeah. your uncle chose to exit at that time, yeah. you know, it's that, um, that old adage, curiosity killed the cat, satisfaction brought it back. There's the spiritual satisfaction. And I, I thank, my blessing was finding it through the books of Dr. Brian Weiss, yeah. uh, many lives, many masters. That book mm. literally saved my life. So it was funny when I did landmark, I actually was clear of all of that before yeah. doing landmark. And it was kind of funny yes. when I, when I, when I first did, when I first did the, for the listeners, the first thing is called the landmark forum. I'm literally writing on the back of business cards the names of Brian Weiss's books for the people that were getting up and telling their story, being like, here, read this book. It will change your life. Yeah. This will, you know, this will help in that transformation. And so, you know, but um, yeah, it's uh, when I found out how, like, I was like, oh, okay, now, you know, starting to see where we get this, this funny little myronic alignment, right? You know, it's yeah. like how we, how we end up meeting and everything, which we'll share in a share it a little bit, because it is kind of funny, the level of steps it took for us to connect. Yeah. But, um, so then, so, so you found Tony Robbins and you found Landmark and that really yeah. transformed. Then when did you start diving into the more of your spiritual side? Well, I, I started seeking out I really wanted to define who God was for me because it didn't make sense that I went through so much yeah. and um, why my parents couldn't be saved, you know, or, or they couldn't, I mean, look, I've been around a lot of Christian people mm -hmm. 
and there are people who really are beneficial and then there are people who are using that to harm others and you know use whatever however you connect with god or or the universe or your highest self use that to elevate other people and to you know you still have to have healthy strong boundaries and not let just anyone you know in your space because think of it like you have a sacred space and you have to really honor that for yourself right mm -hmm. but i started realizing that i wanted to spark connections that ignite human experiences of triumph abundance exhilaration and appreciation those are really important to me and if you can do that in any sphere and you can be an influential person in any sphere, it kind of unlocks those unimaginable possibilities that we would say we want, but when they show up, we're not always ready to receive, right? right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it, I went on the spiritual journey and I feel like I, I, did, I wasn't always accepted in the in the Christian arena. Mm -hmm. And that made it really hard. I mean, it almost made me exit the planet. And so I, you know, but it's up to me to have my own relationship with my higher power and to choose how that can benefit me and how I can use that and be a servant to help others connect with and find their highest self. Yeah. I actually always say, um, well, because in the logo of my Rene, for anyone that hasn't listened, because, you know, you brought people to listen to this podcast for the first time is, um, I represent the O in my Rene is winky and winky is God is love with an awesome sense of humor. And I, I encourage people Absolutely. to look at that. Um, our higher selves, if you want to get mad at your higher selves, or if you want to get mad at someone, get mad at your higher selves. God just allows it to happen. God's not yeah. the one that is, is dictating this because he's given us free will, but apparently, yeah, I'm sorry, not orchestrating. Yeah. He's not orchestrating it. However, he does orchestrate a lot of things. Gotta say, yes. you know, in bringing people together, but you know, it's like, it's not that God is the one doing this because of the free will. And apparently even as our spirits, we have this free will. So, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and when we can actually look at it from that perspective, that's so beautiful and that it gives us all the, it gives us yeah. all the power and actually all the unlimited possibilities, you know, but it's mm. like, I think, um, uh, there was a, in the book messages from the masters by Dr. Brian Weiss, he, he was given this vision of earth being a one room schoolhouse and we're all at different grades. And I think that that's one of the most beautiful ways of looking at when somebody's mm -hmm. acting, you know, not exactly their age. I actually say when people are doing, it, I was like, what grade would you put yourself in? <laughs> well, they're not using their executive functions of their brain. Right. And it, it takes something. We, we really have to be mindful of and conscious of what we want to create and how we want to use our brains and you can notice when things are going awry because what starts to happen is you feel disempowered or disillusioned about something or unclear or not connected and when when you start to notice these things 
it's critical to redirect and to get back to the version of you that you really want to be more, you know, a lot of people are saying, fill the fills. And I get it. You do need to fill your feelings. However, you don't stay in your feelings. Right. You don't stay there and call and allow your feelings to just run amok and drive you into the ground or into it's, it's almost like we get driven into these, um, what is it where you quicksand, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not quicksand, it's slow sand. And then you're stuck there and then you're looking for something to rescue you or pull you out. And you are the person who, who rescues yourself. Yes. But why let yourself get to that level? Just start to notice every day, those little things that are going awry and redirect. But that's the whole thing. If people don't have the awareness, they don't even know what it is that, yes. they're, that they're looking for. You know, in Landmark, they talk about the blind spots. You don't know what you don't know. So, you know, how can yes. you find what you don't know if you don't even know that you're looking for it in the first place? And so, you know, that's what I try to do on the spiritual side is show yeah. from this higher self perspective of like, what is that blind spot that you're not recognizing? You know, it's like, we got to hold up that uh, proverbial mirror and be like, Hey, I chose it all. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly, the, you know, the yeah. devastating, the, you know, like all of it. We're and responsible we, for it all, we right? We are responsible for it all. And it's really, it is so beautiful when we can actually, you know, look at it from that perspective. But, um, I want to go into, since I did a session with you, um, of what was the name of that, that whole predictive index. I'm a certified partner and behavioral specialist with predictive index. And what we do is we look at, you take a five minute assessment and you identify your behavioral type and what's your behavioral type. Do you remember? It's easy to see because it's Uh what you do. Oh yeah, I but I forgot what the actual name of it was. You're a promoter. <laughs> oh, I was just about to say a promote. I, I was just about to say it. I should just said it. Yeah, and promoter. <laughs> and and so you know, it's it's finding out your behavioral type, and then you can see how what what are the best ways that other people can interact with you, and how can they get the best out of you, right? when they're interacting with you or working with you, how can they get the best version of you? And looking at your strengths, your blindness, your blind spots, your weaknesses, identifying those in advance. This is a good way to get a jump start on identifying where you might not be showing up the way that you think you are, right? Yeah. Well, it was it was fascinating that that five minute um, that little five minute test was able to give so much insight yeah. and it was, yeah, it was, it was spot on. It was really, so, you know, um, I highly recommend to the listeners, you, you definitely want to work with ginger and, and find out because it is recognizing those, recognizing your strengths and also your weaknesses, but then also from, um, if you're bringing people in, making sure everybody is, you know, you don't want a whole bunch of promoters, that's for sure. Cause then you're just going to be yeah, you've got to look at the the different quadrants. You, especially if you're a leader at a company and you're fulfilling a team, you want to put the right team together to effectively 
produce against a strategy that you have for your business or that team. And to be able to do that, you have to have people in innovation and agility, results and discipline, process and precision and teamwork and employee experience. And if you can start to see where you fall on, on the grid, you'll identify what you're, what you, how you see yourself and how you are trying to mold yourself to fit what you, what you think others want you to be. It's, it's a big deal. And then we did a coaching session and then we uncovered some other insights yes. through the coaching, right? Yes. Actually, I was saying, I was saying that little, um, uh, the, the words of the abundance. I was saying that this morning, I'm bringing it into my vocabulary, you know? Good. What is it? What is it? Oh boy. You're putting it right on the spot. It was actually, I know. I was, you might not was, remember. Okay. It's kind of funny because I was in the shower washing my hair when I was saying it. So yeah. abundance is my soul, right? Yeah. Soul's birthright, right? Soul's birthright. That's right. Abundance yeah. is my soul's birthright. Yes. That's great. And I feel like the abundance is our true self when, when we're not blocked and we're getting, we're connecting with our highest self. You could say it like that. And when we are in union with our higher power, things are meant to flow and be more effortless and not as, constrained and constrictive right yeah and so we could start to notice hey am i liking am i enjoying the experience of what's going on and if i'm not something's something's not right right how can we how can we shift or breathe differently or move our body in a way that causes us to you know stand like a superhero or something that gets us into a marvelous state right yeah, well, I, I, I have to now, I, I, you know, I'm always about diving deeper into the spiritual side, because I love the science of it. But it's also recognizing it on the spiritual side and how we connected was through, I mean, Anna Noyce. Uh, I love Anna. She's one of my favorite. You so know, I actually love person. giving shout outs to people because, yes. you know, why not? You know, I guess that's me, the promoter. Right. So yes. it's very funny because um, how I, you know, uh, how I met Anna was on the uh, Jeff Pulver. Jeff gets a shout out almost every week. It's pulver.com. He has these incredible uh, heart-centered um, networking events known as Azulas. And it's funny because I had seen Anna and I was like, you know, I kind of like got a little like, you know, she seems really cool, but I never was I, I, I don't know. It was funny. It wasn't like, you know, called to speak with her. And then it was um, my friend, Cassie Clayton, who I believe you yeah. also know Cassie. Yeah. So, so Cassie was, um, uh, she's an, okay. going to give a shout out to Cassie of odd ends. Uh, she's an amazing graphic designer. I actually had her on my podcast uh, a, yeah. a, a little while ago and she told me how much she loved Anna. Yeah, so it was almost Anna's like amazing. that level of trust that then it was like, okay, I need to have a conversation. Well, yeah. how we connected is totally randomly because I connected with this other one out. Oh, she's been on my podcast too. Her name is Victoria. She's, um, she's Russian, but her last name is yes. so hard to pronounce even for Russian <laughs> she goes by the last name of miracle. 
So I need wow. for something totally random where then she's like, well, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to be doing a, 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 you know, a speaking opportunity. And I was, so my strongest gift is of claircognizance, the gift of knowing. And I was kind of yeah. like tapped, like do this. And, and then that's how Anna connected you and I, because yeah. originally I was like, oh, she, I was, I asked Anna if, you know, if she knew any speakers. And, you know, that opportunity wasn't the right opportunity, but the way that we've connected and now like, it's just, it's just so amazing. Like I, I just encourage this. I encourage the listeners, you know, trust those intuitive pulls trust. And actually it's more about connecting with people than anything else. And when we, and it's almost like when an opportunity opens up, it is that whole thing. Just say yes. You never know what you're missing. You don't know. Exactly. You never know who you're going to connect with. And, you know, I feel like learning my, learning my spiritual strengths kind of just us. It was like a springboard for me, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, how can I use the gift of prophecy, the gift of discernment and the gift of encouragement to enhance other people's lives and to create the life that I want. Right. And so I say part of my purpose is to elevate the human experience and shatter the illusions that limit possibility and potential from arising within an individual, a team, a group, or a business. And then I, how I do that is by accessing truth telling discernment, playful exercises, exchanges, and interactions. And then when you engage in that future visioning Mm -hmm. and aligning to that, you can start to eliminate a lot of the chaos and noise in between. Yeah. Because you've created this place that you're this, you put the GPS, you put the GPS in order of where you want to go, right? You put the destination in your yeah. GPS and now it now it's time to take actions. A lot of people take actions, but they're not taking actions from that internal alignment to where they want to go. And then they end up getting success and and losing it or sabotaging it along the way because they didn't align and prepare internally so that when they get there, they're ready to receive it all, all along the way. And it's just expansion. Absolutely. Well, and it's also, um, I think, you know, also showing that sign of faith when you trust, when you you know, and that's where you, where you let go of fear because true faith is letting go of fear. And when we trust those intuitions, that is having faith because you don't understand it. You're just doing it. And actually, yeah. I'm going to give a shout out for my uh, my friend Kira Polson, who is the one she did an she did an interview. So literally, the listeners, if you want to see how Ginger and I connected, you listen to these <laughs> episodes, and that's how it's all. But uh, she's the yeah. one that was inspired by God to start this publishing house. Like it's an incredible nice. story. So if you want to write your book, and because you use the word prophecy, she literally wants to be the age of the. She was given this message of yeah. being women being the age of the prophetess and i was like so my little spidey sense is saying oh i'm going to connect you and kira <laughs> together <laughs> that's great thank you you're you know, see you're a promoter i mean it, i mean how can a five-minute assessment tell you what you're already living 
into and as, but a lot of people don't know yet because they think that they are how other people see them or Mm -hmm. how they grew up or how they've thought they were supposed to be, right? Yeah. I mean, I really do love the fact that I now, this it's known as promoter because, you know, like, yeah, that is what I am fully. I'm all about promoting. So like anybody who comes on the podcast, I want to promote, promote. And if I like what you do, I will promote, promote. And I love what you do because it's such a, it it really is such a, it's such a comprehensive way of understanding, but you just have this, you have such a gentle, it's really funny because you, you, you have this intensity, but you also have this, this gentle kindness to your spirit. That's just so welcoming and, you know, and, um, and, and now I know why in the sense of, because of what you've been through, you know, you, you have a level of compassion that most people are not able to ever comprehend. Thank you so much for getting that. I mean, I had a guy tell me that one of the, he's the CEO of a a really large insurance agency. And, and he said that one of the reasons he hired me is because he could tell that I really cared about him and his success. And, you know, it's, my heart is huge. Now I'm going to be a little bit tough with your tricker. So I like to trick the tricker before the tricker tricks you. And I block your blocker while you run the play. (laughs) You know, um, it's interesting because we, it's kind of like releasing the trap just for a moment so that you can truly experience more of who you truly are and what your inner genius. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I do. I love that. So, okay. So since this is about myrony, are there any other myronies? Do we have some funny myronies or any other that you can, you you know, that you can come up with? I mean, I've been touched by Elvis. You know, my mom took me to his concert when I was little and they said, okay, you can bring the children down to the stage and I reached up and he touched my hand. So, I mean. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. See, I'm glad I asked that yeah. question. I mean, right? how many people have had that happen? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, it's, it's funny because um, uh, Elliot Rose um who's also part of the Zools. Do you know Elliot? Have you met Elliot? No, no, I haven't uh, Elliot is, um, he actually, he, he got into film and documentary and he actually, because of um, uh, like his, I forget, I, I forget a little girl that he was related to, uh, basically said, why, why isn't Sesame Street in Israel? And so he was the spark to bring Sesame Street. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, his episode actually comes out. Uh, we're recording right now on April 29th and it comes out um, on uh, May, Thank you, May, May 1st. And so it's just that, uh, but it is yeah. because he, he, he lives from that place of intuition. But yeah, he brought um, yeah. Sesame Street to Israel and then that was what sparked um, I mean, of course, other people helped make that happen, but that was the spark. And then that's actually how Sesame Street got to other countries was because of that. That is amazing. Because of a little girl saying, why isn't Sesame Street 
all these threads of continuity. Yeah, so I, I like to, um, I, I, it really is connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you may not know what that dot is and mm-hmm. in the moment, but when you start looking at it, you're like, oh, that's why I did that. Or that's why I met that person. Yeah. Or, or that's why that failure happened. Or yeah. that's why that tragedy happened. You well, know? One of my last corporate jobs was with a technology company. And I sold PCI compliance and database hosting and, uh, you know, all of these different technology things that made a difference for businesses. But when that ended, it's like, okay, now it's time to start my business because by day I would go work in technology for so many years. And at night I would go study how human beings work and Mm -hmm. what makes us, you know, studying neuroscience and studying um, positive psychology and mindfulness and, all of these different ways to hack ourselves into into who we want to be more of. Yeah. And if you look at it, we all have rogue or virus code running in our internal AI. And we're trusting this internal AI instead of trusting our intuition. They're different things, you know, but they, the internal AI, let it, let it drive you to brush your teeth and, you know, go a route that you've, you want to go on or save your life in a moment Mm -hmm. that is really a dangerous circumstance. Yes. But don't let it run the other parts of your life. And you have to learn how to turn that off and deactivate it. So you can activate the code you want running that causes you to be the leader of your life and, and your business and whoever else you impact. Well, I always say to my clients, when the hamster wheel of your brain is going out of control and spinning, 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 it's like, just say, just tell your brain to go, you know, like, be quiet. And then just sit with your heart and your soul and make the decision from there. And, you know, and that will really, um, you know, that will, that, that will help. And actually, for some reason, I'm being called because um, I actually use a tool, a psychic tool as of a pendulum. And anybody can do it just with a necklace. And it's almost like if you have the ability, you will get these yeses or nos. Mm -hmm. And I will say when I did, when I'm not quite sure exactly what to do, I, I go there and most of, I mean, it's, it's pretty freaking darn accurate for me. You know, it's like with my quick yes or no. And, um, and so I encourage the listeners, you know, there's so many different ways that we can get those, but at the same time, I mean, I, when I'm doing that, I believe I'm being guided from some, you know, much higher force that, you know, that I'm, I'm getting that sort of response because it's almost like my intuition is kind of just at a, a little, you know, stop, like it's feeling this, but it's like, do I really need to do this? And then when you get like that sort of confirmation, it's like, okay, sure. Let's see. What's, what's that? What's on the other side of that? I actually did that. I was telling you before we started. I uh, jumped on the 530. Well, this is actually funny. I guess this is why I'm telling the story is because I woke up um, the, to do, I woke up at 520 in the morning. I, I'm a night owl. So I only got a couple hours sleep. Um, and then I, uh, I wake up again at 536 and the Zula that we just talked about with Jeff Pulver and Jeff Pulver is a, I mean, you want to talk about a promoter, like, you know, I mean, he just brings 
he's just such an incredible person of who he's created in this community of who he brings together. And again, listeners, just go to pulver.com. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, but it was so funny because I wake up again at 5.36 and I'm like, okay, I'm only a few minutes late to jump on this. If I'm going to jump on this, you know, hour and a half call. And um, so I, I was like, do I really need to do this? I'm really tired. So I turned to my pendulum and I was like, hey, do I need to do this? And it was a very strong yes. And the first group, oh, actually, this is why I'm saying this. This is funny. You'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. It actually, uh, you know, Jeff pulls these cards, these Oracle cards from his friends, Monty and Amy. We'll do another little plug. They have a great show called Ask the Oracles on Monday. And the card that they pulled was intuition. <laughs> and so I jump into this group. But what's so funny is I'm bringing up the story about Elliot because we're talking about intuition. And it was his intuition that told him to start this yeah. Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 but the person who was hosting the room, because we always have a, a, a hostess chosen for the room for the breakout, you know, the virtual breakout room. And, um, and she's like, oh, this is my first time hosting. I've never hosted before. But then I realized that she was actually calling from Israel. Like, I didn't know that. And so she didn't know about Elliot bringing this to Israel. It was just such a... That's great. That was a very myronic moment. So yeah. I guess that's why I was told to yeah. tell about the pendulum is that, you know, we can have a few, you know, if you want to, in a cheeky kind of way, say cheat, you know, like if you're really not sure on your own decision and you need a little, little guidance, check that out. It may, it may give you a little bit of help. <laughs> yeah. People have to find a way to guide themselves and, you know, connect with light. And yeah, so, and I mean, and when I and I will, I will preface that also. When I'm doing that, I'm doing it of of God, and yes, uh, and it's yeah. not in any sort of negative Dark. way. Yeah. yeah, no, it's Good. not that. But but I guess, but I was like really nudged to tell that. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I um, I like to say that if we want to see real change in our own lives and in the lives of the people we love and the lives of our opposition, it starts by creating a purpose so magnificent that it propels you and launches you to new heights. And you might not know what those new heights are. And if you're someone and one of your six human needs is certainty, it's more challenging, it might be more challenging for you to take leaps of faith, you know, because you love the certainty. Yeah. And if you're someone who loves variety, you might be jumping too often (laughs) into things rather than really staying focused on and getting traction with the thing that you are here to grow and develop and, and bring to others, right? But I think more than anything, it's just bringing this awareness. It's bringing this awareness to yourself and how you may be, because just because that's how you may be, doesn't mean that that's how you have to be. Right. However you want to be. It's default, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, you can create a new default and that's, it doesn't doesn't define you through neuroplasticity. You get, you get the privilege and you have like this beautiful opportunity to create what new default you want to be your, your snap to 
so that you can snap into success or snap into a mode of operation that is more beneficial. And yeah. No, that's, that's so, that's, that's so awesome. And like I said, I just love, I love, I love, love, love what you do because it is bringing, it really is bringing that awareness of, you know, what your strengths and, you know, what, because I mean, we have weaknesses too. And yes. And knowing how we can, you know, help build our weaknesses and, you know, recognizing our strengths and, and just creating this overall balance, you know, for ourselves. So, um, so Ginger, how can people connect with you? How can they work with you? What's, uh, what's the best way? Yeah, I would love, I'd love to work with you if you're ready to discover more of who you truly are, take your leadership to the next level, your influence to build your business or, you know, build a team. So if you're ready for expansion, think of it like that or transformation, and you're willing to elevate to new heights, then please connect with me on my website. You can call, you can call me on my, my website is leaderbraincode.com or rewirebraincode.com or strengthsculture.com. I've got lots of domains. Well, we're going to have that all the show notes, but sometimes people don't go to the show notes. So we want to make sure we get it out here. (laughs) I'm on LinkedIn as Ginger Reed and I'm on Instagram. I'm building that. I haven't built that out great, but there's one little video on there. And um, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Wonderful. Well, again, we'll have all your links in the show notes, but uh, Ginger, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Alicia. This has been beautiful, beautiful conversation with you. And I applaud you for what you're doing. And thank you so much. I look forward to sharing our stories of how we're, you know, making a difference in the world and and making it a brighter place. Absolutely. And, and, uh, I, I'm looking forward to the co-creating and collaborating we're able to do together along with everyone else, because that is, that is why we've gone through the pains that we have, because we really Mm -hmm. are trying to make that, we're trying to make that shift for humanity. So thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. And to the listeners, I'll see you next time. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, If something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic. It's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.